To be living elemental is to be living a more balanced life. I'm your host, Sarah Ann, and the founder of Jade Scott Design. Through my interior design studio and feng shui practice, I awaken clients to the idea that their home is just as essential to their well-being as is to their mind and bodies. Essentially, nature's elements create balance and support, and through the lens of home, we can utilize their power when applied intentionally. Through this podcast, it is my intention to open you up to the idea that by living elemental through mind, body, and spirit will have a significant impact on your home and your life. Coming off our episode on fame and reputation, this week we will sort of piggyback that as we are preparing for the summer solstice, which is tomorrow. June 21st, depending on what day you're listening. We experience two solstice a year, one in June and one in December, in addition to the two equinoxes, which occur at both spring and fall. So really quickly, summer solstice is the day where we will have the longest period of sunlight or daylight in the northern hemisphere. And for those in the Southern Hemisphere, June is actually their winter solstice. And so, of course, everything then flips in December. And you might remember I did an episode back in the spring on aligning your home with the spring equinox. And so we are now moving from spring to summer officially. And these are great markers in nature to sort of use these big energies happening around us to make some shifts for ourselves and in our homes while we have nature's support. So let's start with some of the obvious summertime is warmth, heat, fire, right? So it's directly connected to the fire element, the sun itself being nature's largest and most obvious fire element. Summer also connects us to our joys and our passions. So you can work with the solstice to start a project you've been thinking about, or maybe the seeds or ideas you planted in the spring during the wood phase are ripe and ready for you to take action. This is a great time to take that action and put it or yourself out there. This could be a work project or even just summer travel plans. Many of you started planning your summer travel and activities back in the spring and are now taking action on them. That's a really great example of you know, the elements at play in their very natural rhythm. But Back to taking action and being seen doesn't necessarily mean in your work. I mean, it could be, but maybe you want to be more seen or visible to your family. Like, that's a great example for me. I like to actually pull back on work and be more visible and available to my kids. They are still young, they're in elementary school. And one of the reasons being an entrepreneur was important to me was so that I was able to be a more present parent at home. And my kids have always sort of had that experience of one parent being very present. You know, when they were babies, my husband was the stay-at-home dad working very part-time. And now that they are in school, we've sort of flipped. And even though I also work, I'm technically the default parent tending 
to most of their needs, especially in the summertime. So this is my time to be more present and available to them. But being seen, and I talked about this in the episode on self-perception and reputation because this directly relates to a very specific area in your home. But being seen could also just mean being more social and getting out in your community and partaking in events. So the sun and the warm weather sort of bring that out for most of us rather naturally, I think. I kind of picture the sun standing behind us, sort of pushing us out into the world to be seen, to gather, to connect socially, to just put it out there, whatever you're working on. There's this really warm nudge pushing us forward and outward, wanting to be seen. So how do we balance these energies? Because we are microcosm of nature. We are also very naturally already feeling a bit more fiery and energetic at this time. But on the opposite end of the spectrum, we could also feel a little overwhelmed or burnt out. Maybe you put too much on your plate in the spring and you're trying to keep it all together. I know this all too well as a wood element. Usually I have too much going on and not enough time to tackle it all. I sort of think of like a forest and all of the trees being an idea. I feel like that is my brain as a wood element. And so at this time of transition into the fire phase or summertime, I do get easily overwhelmed and air quotes burnt out. And so for me, instead of adding additional fire elements, I need to do the opposite and sort of cool down, pull back. And I can do that by introducing some earth or water elements. And so that's why pulling back on projects and work is good for me. But for someone else, they might be ready for full steam ahead. It's really just a matter of knowing yourself, how you work best, and knowing your limits and setting intentional boundaries. I talked about boundaries in last week's episode with Meg Lavalette of Lava Interiors. I highly recommend listening to that if boundaries are an area that you struggle with. There are some really great takeaways in that episode. So if you feel like you need more fire energy, maybe you're feeling tired or unproductive, you can obviously add additional fire elements to your living space, your home or work office, but you can also add wood elements to sort of fuel that fire as well. So to add fire, one way is to locate the area of your home or a room that is associated to fire, and that would be what we call the Fame and Reputation Center. I have referenced this and did an episode two weeks back. This is the back center of your floor plan or your bedroom. There's access to a free Bagua map that I linked in the show notes. This will help you locate this area. So enhancing this area is one way, but you can also add the same enhancements to your desk or workspace. Uh, burning candles or incense is easy enough, and again, always doing so with intention. Crystals that work well for inviting both wood and fire elements are citrine, amethyst, cinnabar. 
plants are always on the list. Not only are plants beautiful and easily accessible, they naturally purify the air and remove toxins. In turn, I feel like that provides clarity, breathing clean air. You know, maybe it's just a lack of clarity that's preventing you from taking action on something. So bringing a plant into your space with the intention of seeking clarity is a great way to fuel your fire element. There's so many other ways to incorporate the fire element into your space, and I actually share more in a older episode. Uh, it was called Bonus Episode Number 4, The Fire Element. I'll link to that in the show notes as well. On the opposite end, we might experience too much fire at the time of solstice or throughout the summer. And like I just mentioned a minute ago, maybe you need to pull back on some things at this time and you can then bring in elements of water and earth to help with that. So as we know, water puts out fire, right? And earth contains it. It helps fire stay grounded and prevents it from getting that air quote burnt out. So water adds a very calming energy to spaces, just like the sound of water can be very relaxing. So adding a tabletop fountain or incorporating an outdoor fountain, rain chain, or even a bird bath in your garden, perhaps close to a window where you can hear it, could be a great addition. Um, mirrors and other glass vases or objects are wonderful water elements and easy enough to bring into any space. If you want to sprinkle in some of that earth, I think of rattan baskets or terracotta planters, both indoors and out. I think those complement the signs of summer really beautifully. In talking about lightening the load, other things to consider at home could be changing out the linens. In the past, I have taken down some of my heavier drapery panels and maybe just put up some shears for the summer. You could swap out your throw pillow covers with new ones, depending on your elemental needs. These can be in the colors of blues, greens, reds, oranges, yellows, or even fabrics with geometric patterns such as triangles, squares, or wavy lines. Those will help bring in some of the elements we talked about. And switching out your bed linens and replacing that big bulky comforter for a cooler, more breathable cotton linen. For color and tone, I personally love earthy elements in the bedroom. I think it provides a really nice grounding atmosphere for sleep and restoration. So these are just a few of many ideas. I say just look around your home and take inventory of what you already have and what you can sort of repurpose. I think we naturally do a lot of these things. When I think about summer, I think about planting new annuals in my pottery containers and setting up our sunroom and patio for more comfort and more slower living using outdoor cushions and lanterns and candles, all those things, and just really being outside more, just coming out of your shell, your home, being seen, being social, as comfortable as you want that to be, and just really connecting with your family and your friends more, connecting with nature more, 
Maybe you're taking your beach vacation or camping or heading to the lake for a few weekends. Whatever it is, nature is there to support you. And the solstice is a really great time to remember and celebrate that. Creating this podcast has been a way for me to also learn from all of you. So please share any ideas or insight. You can always email me or tag me on Instagram. I love to repost there. You can find me at Jade Scott Design. And remember, I'm always here for you. If any of these topics are resonating with you, then a consultation to review your living space and how it's playing a significant role in your life could be a really great option for you. And I would love to help you with that. Information is always available on my website at jadescottdesign.com. There's a frequently asked questions section and an inquiry form to help you start the process. And be sure to grab a copy of the Bagua map that I referenced in some of the previous episodes. There's a link down in the show notes that will put you on our email list. We've been working our way around the map, touching a little bit on each, and we have a few more areas to review. So make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and to my email list so that you don't miss any of the content there. Until next time, much love and gratitude.